How to transform your passion into a successful startup. Welcome to Lead, an inspiring podcast that focuses on the creative spirit inside us all. Jocelyn Bellows interviews accomplished entrepreneurs about overcoming obstacles and achieving greatness. Join us today and lead into a fulfilling and successful life. I want to welcome everyone to my very first podcast. Uh, we're calling it Leap. And what Leap is all about, I want to talk to people about where they went and how they took their leap into creating their own life, their own destiny, their own reality, and their best life possible. So my first guest, I'm joined by Jessica and Greg Sable. And Jessica and Greg are the founders of Be Your Own Hero. And while I can sit here and tell you a little bit about my understanding of it, I'm really going to turn it over to the creators, the founders of Be Your Own Hero. So Jess and Greg, I'd love to hear a little bit about what that is and what it means to you. Hi, Jocelyn. Thank you so much. We're so honored to be on your on your podcast. Hi. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. I'm so psyched you guys are a part of it. Thanks. Okay. So Be Your Own Hero. Well, um, it actually was a little bit more of a brain cell from Greg, and then we've just kind of expanded on it from there. So we are both the foundation of our business being in network marketing in the health and wellness industry. And as we have gone through our own personal development and been with different mentors, we just really recognize that a lot of things in your life is about letting go where you can't control and taking control where you can. And that entails being being your own hero. So we are self-care junkies and and that's in many different facets. That's you know, feeding and fueling your body the right way, moving your body, quieting your body, feeding your mind and your soul, um, and freeing it, freeing all those aspects of it as well. So that's where the be your own hero name came from. And we just look to inspire people daily. And in whatever direction that they feel like their soul could take it to the next level. Awesome. So tell me a little. Go ahead, Greg. I was going to say for for me, um, you know, what was most important about Be Your Own Hero is growing up, I was always resilient. I was always the kid that never gave up. I I like to gently joke that I was the worst wrestler of all time, being that I didn't have the skills, well, not necessarily the skills, but maybe the, the physical strength to be a successful wrestler, but I had the biggest heart because I worked hard and, you know, I never gave up. And that was something that really carried with me through all of the situations in my life up until, you know, this most recent diagnosis of thyroid cancer. So it's been a constant theme in my life of being my own hero. And if I've been able to find success in it, I'm confident that it can affect other people's lives the same exact way. And that's why Jessica and I joined forces to spread that message across the world. So um, tell me a little bit about how you're spreading that message around resiliency. Well, we use a lot of social media right now currently, uh, whether that be Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram, uh, we both have a couple of different accounts that we use um, to really share our content. Uh, 
you know, in the form of thoughts or events that are happening, you know, just in our in our daily life um, as as we go about our day with, with three kids and, and running a business and, and being married and how do we find time for, for all the love of, of everybody in our life? You know, that that's really what we share. We we draw from from our day. And being real about it, that's the other thing. We we really want to be genuine and authentic with and we are about our journey and we put our vulnerability out there and let people know what it is that we've been through, what we're going through and what we're looking to do moving forward. So that is another way of you know, we just if we can inspire one person, then then that is fulfilling to us. And 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 we know we have done that. So I mean we, we feel like it's a giant success as it is. And I absolutely agree with you on that. In fact, uh, let's be honest, this is why we're having that conversation, this very conversation. Um, you know, Jess, you and I, we connected after, gosh, how many years have been? 20 years. And I yeah. was following your personal journey on Facebook. I'd seen, you know, some changes in your personal life. And I was at a juncture in my life where I knew I was intentionally creating a brand new transition. And I was watching your story and I was watching your story unfold with Greg. And this is before you guys had married and joined forces. Um, and, and I think I was pretty honest with you. I said that that's what brought me in um, was your vulnerability and your ability to connect and say, look, life is messy and it's pretty amazing. Right. It, it is. It's messy. And I think you're, you just, you hit it on the head right there. And I, and with all the pressure we see with social media, like you see the highlight reel a lot with people. And I don't know. I, I never, I, in the beginning, I, I was kind of, I'm a recovering perfectionist. I'll be totally honest. Mm-hmm. And so is Greg. <laughs> so that was one of the things we brainstormed of like, uh, we're done with that. I, I want to be really, I want to show life is messy and it's not supposed to be perfect and perfect doesn't exist. And, um, but yeah, definitely. I it's been amazing watching you on this journey, and it's uh, just seeing you persevere and break through so many boundaries for yourself. Oh, I appreciate that, and I I also just want to credit the both of you because truly, when I've had my moments, um, I've looked to you and said, "Okay, look, look at how well they're doing," and and that's my been a point of inspiration. Um, and I so I want to circle back though. So you guys t- touched on a couple of. Uh, words that really struck me and I'd love to dive into some of these um one Greg you really talked about resiliency um through your childhood how is that uh affecting you right now it's always been ingrained in my mind just to not give up you know it was never it was never an option and I'm not saying that you know giving up is always an option for people but sometimes you know that's the easy way out and you know I've always chosen no matter what situation I found myself in, whether it be in jail or whether it be dealing with cancer, just to not give up. And, and that is my model for life. And how is that playing a role in your business right now? Well, just with, with any other business, you know, there's there's good times and there's bad. There's there's challenges and there's obstacles. And, um, you know, it, it's about flexibility. It's about overcoming the struggle and and not giving in and saying you know to yourself oh, this is too hard you know I I can't beat this so I'm just gonna stop 
as, you know, overcoming is really that that is the next thing on your agenda. As soon as you go to give up, you know, you're you're on the brink of success. So choosing your own heart is, is something that Jessica and I constantly uh, talk about in our house, uh, whether it's choose your own heart or the other question we ask ourselves is what is your frustration worth? Meaning how much are we willing to spend to overcome whatever frustration? Yeah. Time-wise, money-wise, money-wise, whatever it is. Yeah, choose your heart is a big one for us. Is it going to be hard to, you know, an example, Jocelyn, you know, would it be hard to walk away from a marriage and go through a divorce and have it dragged out and spend a lot of money and it's scary and unknown, or is it harder to stay in it forever and just never have your soul fulfilled? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's, you know, when we talked about that, you and I, a while ago, that's when I put one foot in front of the other. That, like, okay, I've chosen my heart. This is going to be difficult, but I'd rather have a couple of years of really hard than a lifetime. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. This morning, uh, I came across a quote, and I'm going to read it to you guys. Uh, And this was the very first thing I read this morning. Finding your passion isn't just about careers and money. It's about finding your authentic self, the one you've buried beneath other people's needs. And I find just what you just shared, this is such a poignant moment to share that particular quote. What does that mean? to? How does that resonate with the both of you? To me, so for me, finding my authentic self been a five years it's been a five-year journey for me I, I truly feel like I am living my authentic self now and I, I did I was living in that perfection needed to have you know I needed to have this status or something that everybody else needed to view me a certain way and I just had literally buried my soul and I didn't even know who I was anymore so when you get to uncover that and find you know your career doesn't define you you're your children don't define you. Your authentic self is where your deepest emotions and feelings and your self-worth are there. That is when you can bring that out, like you've arrived. Uh, so it's, it's, taken, it's taken some time for me. And I think we're all constantly looking to develop more and more, or at least tap into it more, finding more of your wants and desires. That Greg would have to explain on his end what that was, how that resonates with him. I think it's all it's all part of the journey and it's all relative. You know, everything in life is what you make of it. You can make something positive or you can make something negative. You have to choose. Um, you know, so I think being conscious of our mindset on a daily basis and the dialogue that we choose to have with ourselves is a great place to kind of start in terms of getting control or, or gaining perspective on where you want to go is, is how you talk to yourself. Um, I think for me, that's, that's the most important thing that I'm taking away from that. Yeah. I'd like to dive into that piece about the mindset and perhaps some exercises that the both of you utilize. I think you, you guys touched a little bit on some of the questions you ask yourself going through your daily life, but um, can we dive in a little bit to, I'd love to dive in a little bit to, how you formulate your mindset and what are some of the things that you do when you have those moments of doubt or spiraling? Yeah. 
see, I, I'm extremely lucky here because all I have to do is take one look across whatever <laughs> table I'm sitting at or, you know, and just look at my wife's eyes. And I just, I immediately gain all the confidence that I had lost somewhere along the way or doubted. Um, so I'm very lucky there. But I think mindset is uh, very important for, for everybody, even people who, you know, are, are mindset enthusiasts. You require work on a daily basis. I mean, that's, that's just how your mindset is. So, you know, for, for us, podcasts are, are huge. Um, I went on a binge for a while where I literally would just only listen to podcasts. And it was just a really profound way to open up my mind. And I found that I was taking a lot of things away that I was able to implement into my life that made a drastic difference, whether it was in my relationship with my wife or my children or when I was still working. Um, it really helped me get through those times. And Chris Harder uh, is definitely one of those people. I don't know if you know who he is, but he has a podcast called For the Love of Money. And that really spoke to me because it showed me that it's okay to be driven by money because money allows us to have more choices, more freedom to do more, be more, give more, and be the people that we were meant to be. And I doubted that for a while and I allowed it to kind of invade my space where it, it kept me in a stagnant place. So overcoming that, definitely I owe that to the podcast. So that's huge for mindset. For me, um, where, you know, I had, I grew up with a lot of limiting beliefs and I had a mentor, um, Jeffrey Combs, actually Greg and I both had him as a mentor and a personal mentor. And he has um, Golden Mastermind is one of is his websites. And he really got kind of the root of it for me, of showing me, like, why I do what I do. So when I have those moments of doubt for myself, I have to really tap into the fact of, like, is this the old Jeff that's coming out with the limiting belief? Or is there something else going on that I'm not seeing that's making me have this anxiety or fear or whatever it is? Um for me, I, I have to ground myself. Um, you know, when things fail, I used to get really down on myself, but failing just means I've tried and I found a way that's not going to work, as cliche as that sounds. And it also means I'm going to walk away with some learns. So we don't really see them as failures. We see them as learns here. And we talk about that with our kids. We, we even say that at the dinner table, like, what did you fail on today? What is something that you did you wish you'd done better? Um, just so they understand that failure is not bad. Um, so I think a lot of that gets ingrained in us such a, at such a young age that we get afraid to try things when we get older. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially as we hit 40. <laughs> <laughs> Which only two of us are in. How many people do we know that like, have stopped dreaming? Yeah. In a lot right? Like they don't want to take a step forward, they don't want to try something different. Um, they feel stuck. And I it's really sad to me. And I and it all has to do with limiting beliefs from our past. Like most fear has to do with a past experience, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah, you're drawing from a past experience that either you had or you saw somebody else had. Um so for me also I do a lot of reading. Um I if you have never read Jen Sincero's book, You Are a Badass, that one is incredible. My Bible. 
led me into a great spot because I one of the things I wanted to talk to both of you about were some of uh, the authors and people that have inspired you and you've sort of touched some on them um, I know Jess you actually introduced me to Jen Sincero who I love and when I have my moments of doubt that's exactly where I go and say okay let's hit the reset button and start over and and restart my mind to get my mind in a, in a healthy place so for the both of you um, aside from the few that you've mentioned where do you go when you when you find those moments of self doubt? Who are some of the um, who are you? There's some of the people that inspire you. So for me, one of my uh, key people that I revisit a lot is David T. S. Wood, mm. and he is a uh, a trainer that I came across uh, in our company, and I got introduced to him. Uh, he's got three different podcasts. I don't think he's recording anymore because he has a lot of stuff going on. But, I mean, there are thousands of hours worth of um, podcasts to listen to. And one of the things that, you know, he always says is squeeze the juice out of life. And that always stuck with me because I'm an adrenaline junkie. It's just something I've always been. I, I love uh, situations and environments where I can kind of thrive on adrenaline, um, you know, and, and do some sort of thrill-seeking. So, for, for me, that's always been a driver in my life is to really enjoy it to the utmost and get everything that I can out of it. Um, so if I find myself in those moments, I definitely will go back and, and tap into him or just look at Justin. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I mentioned uh, most of mine there. Um, I think maybe one other would be like Mel Robbins. Like she has a five-second role. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, Only when dropping food. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, Mel Robbins has a great TED talk, and she built it all on this five-second rule where you literally stop yourself in your tracks and count five, and it will reset your brain. And and I'm talking, you know, we have those moments, we're moms, come on, we have those moments where we're like ready to steam come out of our ears, the top of our head's about to blow off because we literally ask somebody to put their shoes on five times. <laughs> I'm not familiar at all. <laughs> uh, or like telling somebody to put their pants on, like for me. <laughs> so that's another one that I'll use. Um, meditation is also incredible. Um, a lot of people say, I don't have the time or I can't sit still. Even if you can quiet yourself for 30 seconds to a minute, um, that, that can be a real help that I find for myself. Um, like I'll do the Deepak Chopra 21-day experience. Um, and um, other, mentors, other mentors that we've had. We have a lot within our business, too, that are you know personal friends that are a lot of mentors. But um, I, I want to jump in and say that I think that a lot of us, like people in general, don't give ourselves enough credit. And I think that Jessica and I, in one way, can actually be our own greatest mentors because 
in the end of the day, like everything that we need really does reside within us. I do believe that. Um, so taking the time to be one with and to be introspective and to look within, um, no matter how you do that, whether we're, you know, meditating before we go to sleep or taking five minutes when we get up in the morning or, you know, booking a 90-minute flotation therapy session in a flotation pause. Yeah, do that. Never oh, that sounds amazing. My yoga studio just started one, so it's on my list. I'm doing it. Oh, um, <laughs> highly recommend. Highly recommend. You know, the other thing, too, that Greg and I, are, I were really blessed with one of the things of our relationship is, is we call each other out on our BS. And, and we have other friends that do that, too, that are in personal development. But, you know, I'll come to them and be like, am I looking at this wrong? And they'll be like, yeah, you are. Hmm. You are. And we don't take it on the, you know, we're not offended by any of it. Really kind of let that go. It sounds to me like you guys are applying one of the four agreements about no ego on that. Correct. Yeah. Yep. This which is another great book. Yeah. Another great one. Uh, yeah. And that's, you know, we've really decided that we're unoffendable. You know, we look for, we look for people to guide us sometimes when we get caught up in our own, or we get caught up in the weeds or whatever it is. Um, so, you know, Greg will call me out on things sometimes and I do it to him as well. And we just don't take offense to it. It's, it's just to help us better. It's to better our relationships, better the way we function in the house, better the way we function with our business. It all contributes. Mm-hmm. So we spent a couple of minutes, uh, talking about self-care, you know, talking, you mentioned on, on meditation and the flotation and some of the other components. How does that play a role in your life and then affect you as a as a person outside of your relationship, like in your business and your relationships with your friends and your children and all that? So self-care I discovered even starts with learning how to say no. Mm. No, I'm not doing that. No, I can't take that on. No, I have enough on my plate. You know, a lot of, we do it to others that we put an expectation on people sometimes or they put expectations on us and sometimes we can't live up to that or they can't live up to the expectation that we give them so that learning to say no is huge and I didn't do that for so many years I didn't say no I took on everything because I thought I could do it and it it crushed me every time um so that would be the first thing. The second thing is really taking time out. Like, you know, Greg just got back from a trip. He went to San Diego with some of our, some of his really close friends that we've met through our business, you know, the same mindset. And that was such a recharge for him. And, you know, I went to Las Vegas with some girlfriends and in May, we encourage each other to do those things. Um, I still see, I, you know, I still have my, mentor and uh, therapist that she does ecotherapy. We do paddle boarding and hiking. And it's a way for me to get grounded in nature and be able to have those an hour of decompression. Um, we just don't award ourselves that because like you talked about earlier, we put everybody else first. Mm-hmm. And Greg and I really believe that you cannot tap from an empty well. So if you do not take care of yourself, there's just nothing left to give. Yeah. I often, when I think about self-care, and this is something that I discovered really just a couple of months ago myself um, about self-care and, and really invoking 
listening to my body, listening to my mind, quieting myself, because I think I'm a lot like the two of you um, want to be in the center of action, want to continue to be moving forward and developing and growing and constantly being constantly being in motion. And that's where I thrive and having to learn to take a step back um, and taking care of myself because you, you're right. I, or I believe you that you, it's easier to be more available and happier when you are full yourself, when your cup is full. And one of the examples I think of that is, you know, you get on a plane and we've all been on that spot. You know, they're getting, we're getting ready to take off and they go through all the, you know, the, the checklist of things. And when they, when they talk about the um, air masks, you know, the yeah. first thing they say is put the oxygen in yourself before you help another. That's, yeah, exactly. Found, that's exactly self-care to me. Well, and I think the, the definition, too, I think we forget that self-care is it's as basic as feeding yourself the right thing. Mm-hmm. It's basic building blocks. Like, you don't have to go out and buy the, you know, the flotation sessions. You don't have to go find a therapist. The most basic of feeding your body the right things so you can feel your best, period. Moving your body, taking a walk around the block. Can we talk about nutrition for a minute? Yeah. I know that has a that plays a role in your into be your own hero. I'd love to hear your both of your stances on nutrition. So for for us, you know, as we said, we're net, we're in network marketing, and our network marketing business is in nutrition. It's with a nutritional system and a health and wellness company, and that's what we do. Is we help people feel their best when they're usually putting themselves last, and you know, when you fuel your body the right way, your body does amazing things and you have the energy to take yourself in any direction you choose. So that is, that's where Be Your Own Hero, you know, we develop the business name and our belief systems and it's, it's wrapped in the foundation of nutrition for us. Um, we both, I've been five years with my system and with the nutritional system and Greg has been four. Um we did it for different reasons. I was somebody that was, you know, was working 40 to 60 hours in corporate America, I had two very small children, and I felt like I was on a hamster wheel in nowhere, you know, getting into that, um, just I wasn't doing good self-care. I, I ate pretty clean, but I still felt exhausted. And that's where the nutrition system for me was a life changer. I, I it just absolutely lit up when I put it into my body, and I found a way to make sure that I could contribute to my self-care on a daily basis, so I could give my, you know, put my best face forward, um, and then it just grew from there. I, I ended up working out even more. I became a cross. I got certified as a CrossFit coach, and uh, it just it moved into more and more things in the health and wellness. Uh, I'll let Greg step in with his for for me. Uh, you know, it was all about losing weight. That's, that's really what I needed. I needed to lose weight and I needed to gain some energy. I was um, working about 65 hours in a pizza restaurant, a uh, very busy pizza restaurant. Um, but I guess it was right before um, I, I really had the success that I, I started to have with, with weight loss. Um, you know, I got the product into my body and I started to feel absolutely amazing. And this was right when I just started to move into my, my corporate career, you know, when I was looking to get what I thought I was going to be doing, get into what I was going to be doing the rest of my life. Um, you know, so I wasn't looking for a business opportunity. So this is just something that just kind of happened simply by falling in love with 
how the product made me feel. And everything kind of just took off from there. And I just started talking about it with people. And here we are today. Yeah. And so I'm glad you guys both brought up your experiences in corporate America I mean, lightly. Uh, when did you make that decision? And how did you guys make that decision for each of you to leave the security of corporate America? And I say that in air quotes to really yeah. going out and, and defining your why. So for me, I, I never envisioned actually walking away from corporate America. It was just something that I, I was, I was sharing you know, I had this little side hustle going on, but not even like a hustle, but just something on the side that I had so much passion about sharing with it. You know, I was referring people in and um, they felt amazing. And it's just the light started to go off when I started going to some events and I started surrounding myself with really positive people and people that wanted to see me succeed and not yank me back like in corporate America that I was experiencing. And I'm not saying that's across the board in corporate America, but where I was working, it was. You know, everything was about, that's awesome what you did, but that was yesterday, which is for me today. Um, it didn't matter. I've been out popping sales. And I also hated the fact that I didn't have a lot of flexibility with my home life. Um, my children were dropped off at daycare by 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning, and I picked them up at 6.30. And I'm not saying that was a bad thing other than I hated I didn't have a choice. I wanted the choice of whether or not they could go to school, but somebody was making me do that. And then when my children got sick, I was scrambling like a crazy woman trying to find somebody else to take care of my sick children when all they wanted was me. Mm -hmm. and, and it got hard. Um, you know, it's easier when they're babies. As they get older, they start getting involved. And then um, unexpectedly, well, I ended up moving into part-time work because I had replaced so much of my income with my network marketing business. And um, then the light like really went off of like, wow, I could do this. But then unexpectedly, I actually got laid off. I got let go. And thank goodness I had this in the background. So this plan B became my plan A. And I just said, that's it. Enough is enough. I'm not going back to corporate America. I made the decision and said, I'm going to do this because this is where my passion is. This is what I love to do. And I'm just going to dare to dream on this one. For me, the story is kind of similar, but different. So, you know, I had finally gotten, I'd finally broken into corporate healthcare, which is, you know, where I thought, you know, I would be happiest. And, um, you know, in the pockets of my time, I started building my network marketing business. And like us, I never imagined leaving my corporate job. I, I didn't think, number one, I didn't think that that was an option. Number two, I really didn't know that I had the, the skills, the habits, the mindset to be successful without somebody telling me what to do. I mean, I had always been internally motivated, but I didn't know if I could be internally motivated enough to do what's required to be your own boss. Um, so that was kind of a, a big revelation for me. And what really ultimately made me leave, being 100% transparent, is I earned three times my full-time corporate salary um, in 2017. Wow. 2017. So that was kind of the, the breaking... You know, the straw that broke the camel's back for me is Levi was going to be born on May 24th, 
and I took full advantage of having the opportunity to seeing my son kind of uh, spend the first 16 months of his life, you know, being with us um, all the time and having that choice to be present for all of his firsts and not miss anything and cut the three-hour daily commute out of my life. And my life has changed tenfold since I let go of everything that came with that corporate job. Wow. Yeah, and what a blessing it's been, too, because with his recent diagnosis this summer with thyroid cancer, I mean, we, we didn't, having a, a business ourselves at home, we were able to be totally flexible, get him what he needed, and have to fill out paperwork as far as, you know, disability and leaving work and be taking off. So, yeah, massive, massive gratitude for network marketing. And wow, you're, so that was actually where I wanted to go next with this was gratitude because, you know, getting to know the two of you over the last year, um, really just getting to re-know you in the last year. Um, gratitude is such a foundational piece I hear from both of you. Can we talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I'll say when I was growing up, I was quite the pessimist. I, you know, the glass is half empty all the time, but that was really just a learned behavior. And, um, it really wasn't until I had a mentor and friend that sent me as a Christmas gift, she sent me a gratitude journal and it allowed me, I think it's actually called the gratitude journal. You can find it on Amazon, but it's a daily journal. You go in, you get to list. So the things that you're grateful for that day and um, some things you would like to see come into your life, and then you can close out the day, too, with it as well. And I think when we get in, when we find that we're in a place of gratitude, there's just more abundance. You just, you're very present when you're grateful, very present. And most of us don't live in the present. Most of us live either in the past or the future. So for us, gratitude keeps us very present. Gratitude, for me, kind of everything. I mean, you know, just thinking about that right now, I wasn't exactly expecting this question, which I kind of like being um, surprised. So, you know, not everybody knows my story, but I did do uh, about three months in, in jail. Uh, so that kind of freedom you know, just being outside of those walls. I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for that every day. You know, I, I remember growing up always hearing, you know, you don't know what you've had until you lost it. And what hard lesson to really, really learn. You know, so, so I've really, really been fond of gratitude since I started to turn my life around uh, back in 2013. And, you know, the progression has been tenfold as, as each year passed and I've invested more into myself and my personal development of, you know, just seeing how it really is a common, common theme, um, you know, for successful people to express gratitude on a, on a daily basis, you know, and it, it really is a wonderful way to, to live life and you see the way people react when you uh, respond with gratitude or you act with gratitude. It's very different, um, you know, from throwing around negativity and and um, and anger towards people. Mm -hmm. I mean, you think about it, even if you're in a if you're in a horrible mood, and and you just stop for a second and just list some things that you're grateful for, even in the moment. I'm grateful the sun is shining. I'm grateful that I'm I'm standing standing barefoot on the ground. I'm grateful that 
my children were healthy and went to school today. As you ramble those off and you stop, you, you can't even be negative in that moment. Mm-hmm. You can't be unhappy in that moment. And that's another way to change up your mindset and your energy, too, that we've found that's been beneficial for us. And I think that the power of gratitude really exists in its compounding effect. You know, you can't expect to show, you know, just a little bit of gratitude for for one little thing and expect, you know, a tremendous life change. Um, you know, it, it, it really starts to be uh, apparent when gratitude is a, a common theme on a daily basis and, you know, every daily action revolves around some sort of gratitude. You know, that compounded effect just as, you know, the compounded effect of saving money, it, it builds upon itself in that exponential way. Um, so the more gratitude you exert, I think the more the more gratitude you get back in life. So yeah. Your vibe attracts your tribe, so to speak. I love that. I love that statement. Your vibe attracts your tribe. And and I, I think part of the reason I'm probably so attracted to, to continue to watch your story unfold a lot of that to me is around the gratitude. You know, we all have our things. Each one of us have had stories and have had heartache, heartbreak, yucky things that have happened in our lives. And it's how we choose to approach it. And it's how we choose to digest it and move forward that really allows us to unlock and be our best selves. Or at least that's the what learned that I the lesson I'm learning for myself. Yeah. Um, finding that authentic self. Yes. Yeah. Words that continue to resonate with me, authenticity, resiliency, gratitude, inspiration, vulnerability, and saying, look, I, I am perfect as me in all of my imperfections. I'm still perfect. Those are things that have just continued to kind of come through. through. Um, That's your badass self. <laughs> it's about self. That is your badass self right there. I suppose so. Um, So I'd like to talk a little bit more. I know we're getting close on time here. Um, You know, since you guys have both taken that leap, walked away from that safety net of corporate America, that steady paycheck, what are some of the biggest gains that you had? Gains? Well... I literally felt like I could breathe in my lower belly again. That was that was one thing. Um, I think everything has been a gain. I don't really think there's been any losses to that move. Um, and the, the reason being is, as scary as it was, I think, for both of us in our individual leaps into the unknown, I firmly believe that we've gained a ton of experience from doing that, that really would allow us to be successful in in any situation because, you know, leaving the security of corporate America, like you said, it it takes grit. Most people won't do it because because it is unknown. They they weren't, they didn't go to school to learn how to live without a quote-unquote job. So there are no losses. Yeah, as far as other games, the other games, the people that we've just I have to tell you that one of the things that was really missing out of my life was connection. And that's another form of self-care. There were people, we deserve connection with each other. We yearn for it. 
And sometimes we get very closed off to that as we are not our authentic self. And when you finally tap into your authentic self, those connections can be really meaningful and valuable and real and raw. And I find that the small talk is gone, which is really kind of cool. When you get to talk to people about what they really want to do with their life or what they're dreaming about or get them to dream again, Mm -hmm. that has been a huge gain for me, for my soul. Just by showing them what's possible. Yes. And I think that's, I think Jess, I, I want to even say one of you guys just posted about that just the other day about how, you know, you see people posting about, I wish, and I want the wants and the wishes and and not really taking that active step to creating it and how that broke your heart. And I read that and I was like, I, I honestly, I, I honestly, God, out loud, I was like, yes, this is the power that I feel like I've gained from the both of you in following your story. Um of really awesome. believing it and making, creating that awesome self and letting go of the limiting beliefs. And that's not easy. I don't think it's easy. No, it's not. And, and those voices that, you know, the, the noise that happens, your fear or that noise in the background, it doesn't ever totally go away. Right. At least that's from what we're learning from, you know, we have other mentors that are higher up in our business or, you know, at different levels that we're looking to accomplish. And they tell us that, hey, listen, that noise gets louder sometimes. But, and that's okay. You just have to be able not to dwell there. Yeah. You need to be able to step back from it. And, but it's just part of it. It's just part of it. So just knowing to step back from those, from those voices, so to speak. Thank you for touching on that. I think, again, that's part of that vulnerability and saying, okay, yes, life is really good and we all have our stumbling blocks. So thank you for touching on that. Yeah, absolutely. No, we're, we're, we still have, we still have fears that come up. I mean, do I have unshakable beliefs in network marketing and in my business? Yeah, I have unshakable beliefs. But do I have fears? Yeah, I have fears that come up. I definitely do. It's, it's something that, that I do have come up and I just have to check myself. How about you, Greg? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for having me on the, on the show today. Yeah, thank you. So um, Jess, I, I guess as we wrap this up, yeah. I, you know, for our listeners, uh, how can we learn more about what you guys are doing with Be Your Own Hero and how can people tap into the awesomeness that are, is both of you? So we are on social media. You can look up either Jessica Sable or Greg Sable. Uh, we also have a business page on Facebook as well called the Be Your Own Hero Project. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on Instagram. And you can obviously message us on there. We, we do post daily or at least try to daily. Um, I tend to hang out on Instagram a lot more. I like to put up my stories so you can kind of see what my real life is and the best that sometimes happens. Mm-hmm. Um, like to be real with that. Um, and then we... Um, we do have a couple groups on Facebook that if anybody's interested, we have one called the Good Vibe Tribe, where we like to have a community of people that is very uplifting. Um, everything from, you know, self-care is in there. We obviously incorporate our products from our company in there as well, but we have everything from mindset and workouts and recipes and that kind of stuff. So if anybody's interested in that, they can also reach out and we can always add them. 
Fantastic. And thank you guys so much. I really enjoyed this last hour. It's been such a blast um, getting to know a little bit more about what's been going on. Oh, we were so honored. Thank you. We're so excited for you. Oh, we're thank you. You're doing it. You're doing it. I am. And so this is one of my limiting beliefs. I'm going to end it on this, right? This is a great way to end it. Um, yeah. So my limiting beliefs is like, can I do this? Is this possible? Do I like my voice enough? <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Do it anyway. So. Do it anyway. That's yeah. awesome. It was great. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Lee. To learn more about Lee, the podcast and coaching services, please join us on our Leap Facebook page at facebook.com slash what's your leap.